Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What's Up World Podcast, and I'm your host, Damron. Let's get into this episode. Okay, let's get into it. Today we're going to talk about this boat, uh, Trump supporter boat parade, um, and my perspective of it, because it's, it's all kind of funny uh, when you get down to it. So, uh, just yesterday, Saturday, September 5th, the year 2020, 2020 something else this year, but anyway, 2020, uh, group of uh, Trump supporters got together and decided that they were going to have a a boat rally or boat parade uh, show support of the president of these here USA's uh, in their natural fashion, you know, boats, uh, flags, uh, all the the flags to show that. They're racist too, and uh, they don't care about the the view of the overall people, but just uh, a majority of people. And so they got on the water, and I tell you, racism and water don't mix. Uh, so they parading down, uh, uh, I guess the lake called Travis. County Lake or something to that point, and uh, the boat. You know, I looked at the video, and the boat were going. You know, all smooth, just you know, going down the water. And uh, it seemed like out of nowhere that the water got a little bit choppy, and it was just enough water to sink a few boats. You know, <laughs> and so my immediate thought was, you know, racism. And uh, water don't mix. It, it it probably stirred up like the ancestors of old slaves, and uh, caused them to think that some kind of big boat ride was about to happen. And it's like, oh no, my brother, it's not gonna happen again. And so you know, the water got a little choppy, and a few boats start to go down. At which point, you can start hearing them yell out for help and. Uh, one lady, she she uh she's out there, and my thought was, why are you out on the water without a life preserver, a life vest, anything that's gonna cause you to float, especially if you rotund, if you big, me uh, because of who I am, you would never catch me in a boat on the water knowingly and willingly without a life vest or some kind of life jacket or something that's going to help me float uh, and keep me from sinking. The other thing that played in my mind is like it was a scene from an old uh, horror, one of these new shark movies, you know, uh, the people were out on the lake just to have a good time and show their uh, support when out of nowhere the unseen happened. 
the waters got choppy and everybody fell in. And then four or five sharks show up and you could hear people yelling, help. It was just like a movie. But uh, that was my take on it. I, I found it to be uh, a little hilarious that you would go out in large groves and not space out enough so that when the water uh, of a bigger boat come by, it doesn't cause your boat to go under. Um, I found that it was a uh, little joy to my soul to, to see so many boats go down so quick. I mean, I didn't want anyone to get hurt, but at the same time, you know, if you got racist views and you support, I'm always told, if you uh, support somebody in whatever it is they do, and it's a crime or it's wrong, that makes you wrong also. That make you an accomplice. And all these people, the only reason why it brought me joy is because all these people out there supporting a, a uh, president who have wrong views of human being. And so, you know, when you see something like that, hey, we're going out to support racism essentially is what it's saying. We're going to all jump in our boats and we're going to replicate a boat ride that happened 400 years ago. Essentially is what was in my mind. And uh, essentially uh, I was like, oh yeah, this is not going to end well. And I don't care where the parade was happening because they say it happened in many different places that they went out and supported Trump and and had these big boat rides with, you know, thousands of boats, literally. And, uh, you know, of course, they're there. They have a Trump flag. One boat had looked like 13 Trump flags on top of it. They said at the end of it, uh, two two boats stayed submerged and three boats they end up towing from underneath the water to dry land because you know even though boats are made to float sometimes they do sink and if you're in one you should be prepared regardless of what your views of humanity now this is the catcher the person who organized this rally said that they did so so that uh, because they were thinking about their children and that they want their children to inherit a, a better way of life that's aligned with Trump's view of the world so they want their child to grow up to be racist hateful bigotous towards a certain race or every other race of human being except their own. Um, 
and you know, I, that just don't sit right with me. I mean, it, I mean, I don't like some people, but there's not something in me that says, "Hey, hate this race of people." I like all people, unless you do something. Only reason I wouldn't like you is you've done something to me. But other than that, uh, everyone should have a view of a hey, uh, you. You've done nothing to me, so I ain't got nothing against you. But some, there's people out there, you ain't done nothing to them other than look the way you look. And they just don't like you. Um, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about some other stuff that's interesting to my mind. Because there's a lot of stuff that happened just this weekend uh, that just tickles me, you know. Um, matter of fact, before, before we leave, I'm going to say this. Did you know that Martin Luther King, he was murdered, right? Everybody knows that. But what some people don't know is that the government actually comes out uh, about 15, 20 years after they uh, assassinated him, Martin Luther King. And, and admit that they assassinated him. Well, the thing that got me is the same way that they admitted to Martin Luther King being assassinated. And I'm gonna say this, people, I mean, I'm gonna keep saying it until a change come or until the Lord allows me to have no breath in my body, uh, that this is an assassination by the government of a certain type of people when you see uh, officers, because I know they're supposed to be peace officers. And this is in my, 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 my heart. And it's also on my mind. So I got to say it why it's on my mind. That peace officers is supposed to be there for peace. Uh, and while... Over decades, uh, we uh, African Americans or black people have known that the serve and protect has never been for our kind of people. Uh, it's still supposed to not go beyond uh, human rights of being able to breathe and walk down the street because they said this is a free country. Uh, and so in my thoughts was this country's going to come out in maybe the next 15 or 20 years and, and admit that everything that's happening to black men and black women orchestrated by police officers and uh, police departments where they're doing and you're going to be able to come back and say you heard it here on What's Up World Podcast. Why? Because, I mean, these are the things that I pray and I uh, believe that sometimes you can just sit there and watch things unfold. And you can look around in the world and it's like looking outside, looking out a window and you're able to see how things go unfold. This is my other thought. We're going to go to, because when we come back, I want to talk. This is the thing that's on my mind. And the government is 
orchestrating this too. Uh, but when we come back, I'm going to talk about the COVID-19 and uh, your children. And uh, because, I mean, this is, if you don't sound alarmed now and be able to love your children more than, uh, I know children can get on your nerve, but they're your gift from God. And so when we come come back, we're going to talk about the COVID-19 and your kids. All right, uh, let's get into this uh, COVID-19 or coronavirus or or as we call it, Rona, or or whatever uh, you've come up to call this uh, in this pandemic disease that's uh, making some sick and killing others, uh, it is something to take serious. Now let's talk about kids. One, they are uh, a joy to have around. But at the same time, they can get on your nerves sometimes. Um, they uh, rambunctious. Uh, and, you know, your kids always seem to behave better with other people than they do with you. But let's uh, get to the next part of this is, but they're your kids. And nobody's going to love your kids or children like you love your children. Uh, and no one can teach them like you can teach them. Now, uh, they at the point with the COVID-19 kids where they're trying to send your kids back to the classroom. And the whole purpose of this is to study the, the behavior and see how if if they can contain, they don't know if they can actually contain it, but uh, sending your kids to school is one, a way of getting tax dollars. Two, it's uh, a way of doing a test study that they're using your children as guinea pigs. I say your children because I'm, my children are grown and my grandchildren, uh, we're not sending to anybody's building. We, we figure we're capable of uh, homeschooling. And if you can homeschool, you should homeschool. Even if uh, you, you know, doing math problems where Johnny got two apples, Jill got three apples. If they put their apples together, how many you come up with? And your kid blatantly say four, even though the answer may be five. And it, and you go over it 10, 11 times of Johnny got two apples, Jill got three. They put their apples together. And your kid, after you even told them it's five, still say four. That's just part of you and your kid. And so you have to live with that. Uh, there's no getting past that. Uh, it's just uh, uh, you just got to come up with a better way of getting your kid to say five uh, when you put three and two together but don't send your kid out here to be a guinea pig 
because then the only person that's going to be hurt if your kid contract COVID-19 more than your kid is you because you're going to be saying, hey, I wish I would have done more to keep my kids safe because you, God, the, the sweet Lord gives the kids to the parents so that they can put some structure in their life and prepare them for what may be in this, this world. And while no man is ever, ever able to be 100% prepared, you only can give them what you got uh, and allow them to discover the rest along in life. And at all points, as a parent, you're supposed to always protect, regardless of what a government said, you're always supposed to protect uh, your babies, your children, from every form of threat. That's physical, uh, emotional, spiritual, whatever the attack may be, uh, health-wise, whatever the attack may be. And COVID-19 is in this uh, mixing of the school with the the children is a uh, basically blatant attack. And on this one also, you give it 10, 15 years after they then came up with a uh, vaccination that actually works and doesn't have side effects to it. They'll come out and tell you that they discovered it or they might not come out. They'll just put it in public paperwork that you won't think to go and order and read uh, to know that they use your child as a guinea pig for the testing and seeing if they can contain uh, coronavirus or COVID-19. So I implore you, teach your kids. There's nothing they teaching you them at the school that you as a parent can't teach them. Matter of fact, you teaching your child during this pandemic, uh, you can come up with your own uh, little uh, what do they call it? Uh, you know, list of stuff that you want to teach them. So you can teach them what the basics of what the school is teaching them, which is reading, writing, and history and all that. But you can teach them what your history is. Uh, if you pray in people, then you can institute prayer. Whatever it is that you believe in, you can institute that into that day of uh, teaching. You can build a structure around this moment of uh, taking time with your kid. And in the long run, your kid will thank you. Uh, you will be so thankful, especially when you start seeing it on the news that kids are dying and that they're dying at an alarming rate. Because the, the, I'll tell you, the plan is going to be that if kids catch it, lo and behold, they don't. Kids don't care. They, they don't know. Hey, stay away from them because all they know is, hey, that's my friend. But they don't know who their friend has been around, who their friend's parent, who their friend's parent has been around. Or if their friend parent got COVID-19 and didn't bother to tell anybody. Uh, and then, you know, so 
they they send their kid out and their kid asymptomatic, which means they have no uh, symptoms of COVID-19 and they're just passing it. And so now we have an outbreak because you decided, hey, I need a break from my kid because I just can't stand having them at home and having to teach them. And then the unthinkable happened. And then you wish that you kept them at home and taught them. So don't don't give in to what the system is mandating. Take time with your kids. It can be an enjoyable, even though it's frustrating, it can be an enjoyable, uh, teachable moment for both. Why? Because once they get it, you're going to be like, yeah, they got that because I taught that to them. And it's a bonding moment. It's a bonding moment for you and it's a bonding moment for your child. And you'll be amazed, even if you have more than one kid. If you have four or five kids, you can break up. If you're at home, you can break out the day of what's what. You can even uh, have the older one help you with the, the younger ones and teaching them the curriculum and then uh, it gives you time to have one-on-one with the older ones. And then you can rotate that schedule so that you're having one-on-one with each kid. And then you end up knowing your kid. And before you know it, you and your kids, best of friends, best pals. And yeah, I know it's the social issue of my kids not being able to communicate and hang out with their friends. But what friendship is worth going out getting sick and dying for? I mean, I'm not saying a friendship that ain't worth anything, but I have no friends that I'm willing to go catch COVID-19 for. And that's just the truth. it might sound harsh. It might sound, but I mean, I hope that any friend that I do have would feel the same way that, hey, I like breathing too much to go out and get sick for you, for, for a friendship, because I want to hang out, because I want to be like Eddie and party all the time, all the time party so that's just my aspect I know I probably sound like I was rambling on but if you listen into the deeper part of it you you'll be able to thank me later or you'll be able to put your input in on what up uh, world podcast and we'll put you on the podcast put your your thought on the podcast so that everybody can see your point of view um, other than that, I want you guys to uh, enjoy this Labor Day weekend. Uh, Enjoy your family. Uh, Don't catch COVID-19. Don't go out uh, on no big boat rides. And, you know, don't have a life vest. Um, uh, It's getting into voting season. Make sure you vote uh, because this vote is going to be important. Uh, if we want to see change in America, 
you have to go out and vote. And I'm not talking just about the president. I'm talking about your mayor, your governor, uh, your uh, representatives, uh, your congressperson, lieutenant governors. You got to vote for all that stuff to change the world this, this year. Not just for you, but for your kids. Just look at your kids. Look at what they're going through now. And then think, this should have never happened. And get out there and vote. However you feel is the right way, as long as you vote. This has been our time here on What's Up World Podcast. And until next Sunday, because our podcasts always come out on a Sunday. Uh, peace, love, soul. Mm-hmm.